Hi, and welcome to Kane's Five Under Five, the top five most important cybersecurity news stories going into March 2023. Let's get started. I have some unexpected good news about ransomware, and I don't normally get to say that. Ransomware payments actually peaked in 2021. That's two years ago. And that's because companies are getting better at controls that detect and defend against ransomware, but also because sanctions have made it harder for ransomware operators to get paid. Now, another study found that salaries are down for ransomware developers down to only $2,000 a month, which really is not good money. And in related news, in 2022, last year, Conti, a well-known ransomware crew, they laid off 45 call center operators because their call centers were losing money. And then later that same year, Conti actually ceased operations after they were absolutely wrecked because of an insider threat. But in our second story, that doesn't mean that your cyber insurance limit is gonna go up. Uh, it's predicted that cyber insurance limits are gonna stay this year about $15 million. And that's really due to long-term risks to the cyber insurers, like a, a short-term cost, like ransomware or a data breach. Those are now largely understood because that's a one-time event and a one-time cost. However, insurers don't have long-term data on class action data breach lawsuits, which are taking years to get through the legal system. And as we'll see in our third story, a good example of that is Merck's appeal. Now in 2017, Merck was affected by NotPetya, which was a ransomware strain. In 2022, the presiding judge read out the Oxford English Dictionary's definition of war, read it out to the company in court and reminded them, hey, you've had some time to update the policy language to update your war exclusion. Well, Merck is now appealing that judgment. They're saying that NotPetya was a virtual cyber nuclear attack that happened to cost them $1.4 billion. This case matters and this appeal matters because the attack was attributed to Russia, but the United States did not call it an act of war. And the only other big case involving ransomware and long-term effects of it was Mondelez, which is settled out of court. Now, in our fourth story, that shows all of this is continuing to drive up stress in cybersecurity. A study from Gartner predicts that half of security leaders are going to change jobs in the next two years, and 25% of them might actually move into an entirely different role. They gave the example of moving into a more creative role or moving to an entirely different company. Gartner also found that organizations that place their risk management in a lower priority than their industry peers, and that's where the uh, CISO does not report to the CEO, but they report maybe to the CIO or someone else. They found that those organizations have little executive support, and consequently, the CISOs are building their security programs around compliance, not around security. Now, Hyperproof's 2023 benchmark study found that one out of two companies, half of companies have, that have got a fragmented view of risks have had a breach in the past two years. It's pretty startling. By comparison, Gartner found that CISOs who were reporting to the CEO have fewer breaches, and they also have more seamless access to funding and to messaging and to policy crafting than their peer group. And finally, in our fifth story, we everybody keeps typing information and sharing with their new best friend, ChatGPT. I don't know about your LinkedIn and your Twitter, but mine are full of life hacks that use ChatGPT, but it's really unclear about what OpenAI does with those data. And specifically, 
OpenAI has no procedures for individuals to check whether the company is storing their personal information or to request that it be deleted. And that's a guaranteed right in accordance with the European Union's GDPR. So, I mean, I'm just waiting for my news alert for Helen Dixon chat GPT to go beep. If you're not familiar with Helen Dixon, she is the DPO for the European Union, and her office has previously bought, brought uh, 600 million euro in fines and investigations into companies like Google, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and WhatsApp. In the meantime, as CISOs wrestle with what to do with ChatGPT, NIST has put up some voluntary guidelines for organizations to consider how they're going to incorporate AI, and attorneys are posting about the confidentiality and intellectual property issues. Oversight is the theme throughout because ChatGPT and Bing have shown they're willing to defend facts and biases that are occasionally unhinged. That's all for today. Thanks so much for watching. Please like and subscribe for our latest monthly news summary.